Welcome to Fashion Your Seatbelt, your first class seat to one-on-one -on -one conversations with the fashion industry's top voices. I'm Jessica Michaud, and I created this podcast to share the joy I have in getting to know all the amazing people who bring this creative, inventive, and extraordinary business to life. You'll get to hear the cadence of their voices, the sound of their laughter, and feel firsthand how passionate they are about what they do. But before we get this show on the road, I want to say a quick thank you to GPS Radar for making this episode possible. GPS Radar is the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect. Also, I just want to remind you to leave a review. Stars are really trending right now, and it helps other very stylish listeners like yourself find the show. Now buckle up, and let's get started. Next year, shoe designer Giuseppe Zanotti will celebrate the 25th anniversary of the launch of his signature label. When he started out, his sexy, vibrant footwear was in stark contrast to anything else in the market during the heart of the 90s era of minimalism. And since then, he has built up a reputation for creating footwear that is closely linked to the world of music, another of his passions, as well as using innovative materials and eye-catching embellishments, all of it grounded in old-school artisanal craftsmanship. A powerful combination that means today the Zanotti brand is a global entity with almost 100 stores worldwide that have expanded from women's footwear into bags, men's shoes, children's footwear, and a smattering of ready-to-wear. Zanotti was born in San Maro Pascoli, Italy, a village that happened to be just down the road from Rimini, which has a long tradition of shoemaking. And it was there that Zanotti learned firsthand his trade, designing footwear freelance for small artisanal shoe companies. Besides whipping up imaginative shoe designs, Zanotti spent much of his after hours during his youth as a radio DJ, bringing night spots to life with his impressive musical knowledge and ability to set a party mood. And it was the cover of those LPs that often acted as inspiration for his designs in his early days. Interestingly enough, it would be celebrities who would be drawn to Zanotti's work almost from the start, with Madonna an early fan. Now, the list of celebrity clients for Zanotti probably could reach a mile long, with stars like Beyonce, Kylie Minogue, Jennifer Lopez, Penelope Cruz, Charlize Theron, and Cameron Diaz buying up his designs. Men, too, with Kanye West not only a collector of his men's shoes, but also a collaborator of Zanotti's. In fact, Zanotti got in on the collaboration game much earlier than most luxury brands, working with both celebrities and up-and-coming fashion designers, supplying shoes for their seasonal collections. And that is the real takeaway you get from Zanotti when you talk with him. He's an artist who enjoys the creative and collaborative process of bringing his hand-drawn sketches to life. And when I say life, I mean seeing them being worn on the streets by real people who love to stand out, get noticed, and blaze their own path. Giuseppe, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. My first question, going back to when you started, I'm very curious to know what was the first shoe that you actually designed, that you sketched or created? The first shoes that I realized when I was employed in this, in this, this factory was maybe 81 or 80. Mm -hmm. It was a 50 millimeters uh, pointy pump, mm. very punk, very punk. Because it was crazy. My hair was blue navy at the time. I, I think that would suit you. <laughs> yes. It was crazy for music, for Sex Pistols, Ultra Vox. And what did what did people think of your punky shoe? Did people like it? No, I did these shoes for me, for my time girlfriend at the time. I was a crazy girlfriend. And uh, I realized these shoes in this factory. But the factory, they produce shoes for old women. Mm -hmm. And when the people said, what is that? Come on, it's disgusting mm -hmm. but this old man said to me disgusting it's beautiful shoes and I said okay you know in the future you understand my my shoes is for the future it's not for now 
I was very arrogant. I was a, like a young uh, tiger. Oh, I was angry about uh, life and fashion. And, uh, but the, my vision, because uh, the, during the night I was with the DJ. Mm-hmm. I used to do, play music uh, seven, eight years for mm-hmm. the radio. In the radio, and um, you know. And so you would DJ with all of this music, or no? I was radio? expert in uh, in the radio in soul, mm-hmm. soul uh, and funky. Okay. But also, I used to listen to music, rock and roll, or deep purple, and mm-hmm. uh, Led Zeppelin. But my special section was uh, uh, black music, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. black music mostly. Mm-hmm. So what and made you decide to do shoes instead of continue this love of music? Because you clearly love music, just are passionate about that as well. Why did you say, okay, I'm going to make shoes? And, and you said you designed shoes, but you didn't do the technical. Did you learn how to do the technical? Or? Oh, yeah. After, you know, after four years in the manufacturing, mm-hmm. I was employed in production. Mm-hmm. I learned. Mm-hmm. I was very fast mm-hmm. to learn. I was like a sponge, absorbed a lot of it. Details. In the school, it was a real disaster, <laughs> and uh, so I start to work early. And music is a form of art, like food, like uh, painting, like everything. Uh, and this form of art, in that time, in, in the 70s, radio DJ was not popular because uh, the radio was free radios, independent, without money. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't what? make a living at it. Yeah. It was not really professional. My family was very upset about that life. You know, we did full of drugs and then you are not a serious man, boys, because uh, this is work is for loser. <laughs> you are a DJ, you are a loser. A DJ, what a baby, it was a chamar, it was it. So they were happy when you went into shoes? Yes, because shoes, it's uh, a profession. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, but then, okay, so you, you trained, you learned your skills firsthand in the yeah. factories, and then you were talking about, you were training during this incredibly minimal time in the, in the late 80s, the early 90s, and then you decide to launch, I think your line in 94, but you launch it in the US, and it's completely radical. It's not minimal, it's not anything anybody's seen before. It's much more boisterous, wouldn't you say? I mean, what was the reaction when you showed in New York City, and why did you choose the US as opposed to your We, we go back in 81 when yeah. I realized these first shoes. Yeah. These first shoes was punk, yeah. long, uh, pointy pump yeah. in black yeah. with the graphics, and make graphics, very uh, postmodern graphics, and the heel was metal and uh, black. Very, very strong. The label was high tech. High <laughs> tech, high technology at that time doesn't exist. No. But my vision is to realize something uh, created in. I, I, I took this inspiration from uh, some comics, mm-hmm. like uh, a UFO, UFO. And um, the idea is to use material not popular, like plexiglass or crystals or metal in shoes. Mm-hmm. Nobody do that something. This was my challenge. Create shoes with different elements, something very strong. Mm-hmm. From uh, 84 to 94, I was freelance designer. In 94, we, when I started to Giuseppe Zanotti project, uh, I started in the US because uh, my, I was shy and I was afraid to do that in Italy. And uh, in Italy, everybody, etc., etc., people are very, very mm-hmm. traditional and collection was very strong. So I rent a, a room in Plaza Hotel uh, and it started to buy shoes. But I mean, when did you, when did you, okay, so you had this great, everyone's saying, terrific, oh my God, it's amazing, and you get all these orders. Do you remember the moment where you're like, okay, 
I've made it, this is going to be something. Was it when Madonna walked in the door or wore your shoes? Was it when you had a huge order from Barney's? Was there a moment where you said, yes, this is going to be something? The name of the store was Diabolina, was an incredible buyer. And um, they, were, they come to, to, to me and I sent the shoes to these girls. And uh, after maybe six months, I back, um, or three months, because it was pre-collection, collection, back to New York and you know, Giuseppe, Madonna, come to my, my store and they buy all your shoes. I said, oh my God, these shoes are beautiful. And then after maybe one or two years, they, or one year, I saw in one video, Madonna with my shoes. What's the first thing you did for yourself to celebrate the success that you have? For me, success in this, in this profession, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's a, a very dangerous. I think uh, success is to do this work with up and down, with the enjoy and pain, mm-hmm. with love, passion, and uh, smile and cry. Success is to find every season something more inside you and, uh, and see some people, a buyer or man also, young generation. Well let's, well, let's talk about that because you created these elaborate, sexy, embellished shoes. And then I would say, what, in the last five, seven years, the shoe market has really transformed. It's become this whole designer, sneaker. Can you talk a little bit about how the industry has shifted and how you are adopting and what you think about this, the shifting of, of the, the footwear industry? This generation, they love to have something unique and also luxury in, in this in this kind of this category of category. Yeah. Uh, when I'm, I met first time Kanye and um, they asked me something for one his, concert. I remember his, for his concert. Okay. Yeah. One concert. One one of my shoes. I said, Oh, Kanye, I cannot realize my shoes. I'm a woman designer. Come on, man. You do fantastic, sexy, most fantastic, sexy woman shoes in the world. You can do something also for a man. Come on, I'm so feminine, so light. No, no, don't worry about. Do realize a cool sneaker for me. And a sneaker is a cheaper. I like, no, 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 cheap sneaker is not a cheaper. We can do a luxury sneaker. I read this sneaker for this concert. I, then so I, I moved to New York to see the concert. And then uh, girls crazy about uh, him, music, the performance. Oh my God, the shoes also. <laughs> okay, so we can try. And as the first collection for women, sneaker for women, it was Absolutely disaster because all the buyer coming here with you know, stilettos and uh, come on, why you do that shoes? Finally, they wake up from zero. We sold 150,000 pair of shoes in one season, and it was unbelievable. I mean, I think that that's a really good thing that you talk about. It's not a mistake. You produce this first line of women's sneakers, and the reaction is horrible. People don't like it. Absolutely. But you say, I think I've got something here, and I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to do it anyways, and they'll learn, or you readjust. I think that that's a great lesson. I think yeah. that's a for, really... For three seasons. For, for three, three seasons, seasons, you stuck yes. it out. Well, I, then let's talk... That was another question I had. You mentioned earlier, you know, you talk about working with Princess Schuller and, and all these other brands, and of course, this collaboration with Kenya that led to a whole other, you know, section of your of your company. You were doing collaborations before collaborations became a thing. Now, all brands are doing a collaboration with each other, and it's a big thing, but you were doing it way before everybody else was. Yeah. What was it about those kind of collaborations that you loved? Because you're working with different designers with different aesthetics. 
it's inter interpretation of somebody, some, something to somebody else. Mm. I think these two interpretation of uh, uh, dimension of, uh, of the culture, because we, we are not, I'm not, I don't still shy, like... You're not shy 20, anymore? 25 years, not so shy. <laughs> and uh, I think we have our culture, mm -hmm. our memories, our ideas, my ideas, somebody else have other ideas. Uh, when you sit, you talk, mm -hmm. and you see the wardrobe, mm -hmm. and you understand the kind of person you have in front of you, and people know which kind of person I'm me, we put ideas on the table, we write some three sketches. It's so simple. Create a new DNA connection or DNA new rebirth. Rebirth. Because your ideas, my ideas, we can change the shoes in another shoes. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, man and woman, and then burn something strange, one new human person in the shoes the same. Mm -hmm. Two ideas and come a new ideas different from my ideas and your ideas. It's very important. Is this something you've got planned for the 25th anniversary of your brand next year? I want to tell to myself and everybody, it's 25 years I'm in the market. In fashion is because one year is four seasons, it's 100th year for me. <laughs> and I know, how do you You're like a dog. I'm a fashion you Highlander. <laughs> You're a Highlander. <laughs> Fashion yeah, Highlander. I love that. I love that. That's because, really good. You know, you think fashion one year. One year. When I, I, I look at these shoes, I designed these shoes four months ago. Every season, every three months is a new thing. And yeah. special now because fashion, a system, so the digital, they change completely the approach of the business. We need to work even faster. With drops. Yeah, like capsule collection yeah, stuff nonstop. Well, let's talk about the speed and everything because, okay, so 2019, 25-year uh, anniversary of the brand, you're relaunching your website. You have or you're about to launch with a collaboration on eShop in China. It sounds like you're really going big online digital. Is that part of the strategy with the, or maybe I'm wrong, is this something that you're really focusing on now, this whole space, the online space? I think this is part of the reality now. I think it was not our idea to be part of the digital, but it was the reality. I want to be part of this era. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not old enough for lose my challenge. You seem, to be, you seem to be very um, receptive and open to new things and to, and to trying new things. You don't seem to be afraid of the digital and, the, and this whole third world war of business. You seem to really embrace it and want to learn from it. Um, would you say that's true, that you're somebody who's open to new ideas? I think that uh, my approach in democratic is the same of 25 years ago, but the hardware has changed completely. So the creativity, the first part of creativity approach is the same, but now the technology, the execution. They, give, they give the possibility to produce new things. Mm -hmm. That must and, be so exciting for you. Yeah, this is because now, thanks God, we can have more option, more possibility. And I know, personal, I like the, the body, the woman body, the, the curve of the, the feet, mm -hmm. the, the, the stilettos. And the shape of the heel. Yes, um, but in the same time, the technology, they give me the possibility to explore new universe. 
All right, so I have my final five questions. Now these are the five generic fashion questions that I ask everybody and then we're done. What is the favorite piece of clothing that you own? Or in your case, because you are in the world of shoes, what is your favorite piece of, favorite pair of shoes that you have? I give you a choice. Uh, was the young guys in <laughs> 85, maybe 86. Okay, yeah, not a, not a lot of money. I used to go in Paris during the Fashion Week. The Fashion Week was in uh, Jardin de Tuileries. Mm -hmm. So I saw the, a, a store in uh, Place Victoire mm -hmm. uh, because I used to go there because I collaborated with the Mugla. It was Mugla, Toka Kumagai, in shoes, and Yoshi Amon. Yoshi, yeah. And uh, I saw a, a pants for men in one Okotwana carton, very close to the marina. Navy worker, mm -hmm. very close to Margiela style, but mm -hmm. Yoshi was Yoshi, totally black, but the cotton was super good, quality, very heavy, very consistent, and it was crazy for this pen, but it cost a lot of These money. These Yoji, Yoji kind of sailor pants and amazing cotton. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I tried to find money, but it was not enough, and so I asked to all my friends, a few Frank. <laughs> And for buy this custody pants. <laughs> and uh, I was so proud because um, it was for me so innovative. And uh, all the details were perfect, but was simple, nothing. Only one cut, great material, three stitching, and no belts. Era un laccio. It was a tie. Yeah, a tie. And um, I used these pants for, used to spend for maybe 10 years. Wow. Not every day, of course. <laughs> but what was, I think, perfect, I was falling in love. Mm -hmm. The first, I think, emotion in, uh, in a shopping. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is a very great answer. Next question, what is the one item of clothing, or in your case, a pair of shoes, that every woman should really invest money in? Now is a sneaker time. Okay. But the woman cannot forget the point of departure of the fashion or of the beauty. In Cleopatra time, mm -hmm. was not possible to realize stilettos. But if Cleopatra was part of this time, absolutely they chose stilettos and feminine, sexy uh, shoes because the body, the girls with the high heel or high or the heel, middle heel, that doesn't matter, change, mm -hmm. curve, the soul become more sexy, mm -hmm. panther, wild and uh, I think women they need to have always a sexy shoes mm -hmm. for a cocktail. So one and amazing pair of stilettos. I think yes. There are from every brand, of course, but if with uh, your stilettos you can also walk, it's much better. Because <laughs> if you don't walk because your pain, I think, is the women, of course, they suffer a little bit with high heel compared to the sneaker, but uh, you receive more emotion with the heel. Next question. Who is your favorite designer, living or dead? Different, a lot. A uh, lot of uh, admiration for Mr. Margiela, for Christophe de Canal, for Yoshi. Shoes elegant for Manolo. Manolo is a great person, big heart. Mm -hmm. They are the people friend of me, sensibility, sense of proportion, great level of person. And um, other designer, other are different. Okay. I think also, of course, also Ray Kawakubo, 
and uh, are quite different because uh, I admire the work of others. Also, um, in shoes, there are nice, lovely designer. Uh, I admire the idea they have of of uh, Labutin to create something recognizable in the soul was amazing. Mm -hmm. Great perception also because you can recognize the shoes from a soul. It's a fantastic idea and. Um, it's nice to have also this, um, I think, uh, this work in this profession, people like you, they spend time for a work, mm -hmm. spend time for uh, create a company or shoe brand or fashion brand, and after 20 years, uh, still in the market. What trend will you never follow? Is there something you will never do? Sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, never, 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 I, I want to do sneaker and nice shoes, I swear for 20 years. I don't know, I don't like it. I don't know, never say never. Perfect answer. Last question. What do you love most about fashion? I love fashion. I think uh, in the fashion thing is people are like uh, drugs. Addic addicted. Addicted. You're addicted. I think there are not any rehab in the world can save you. I agree. When, you, when you're addicted to fashion, you can never be cured. No. Giuseppe, grazie mille. Thank no, you grazie. so much. Scusa per l'inglese. Next time in the afternoon is better. After five or five in the afternoon. Your English is better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Grazie, ciao. ciao. Don't want to miss an episode of Fashion Your Seatbelt? No problem. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and click on the subscribe button. Then every new episode will drop into your feed automatically. No fuss, no muss. Fashion Your Seatbelt is made possible thanks to the wonderful people at Launchmetrics, the software company that is powering the fashion industry, and GPS Radar, the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect in style. I am a member of GPS Radar, and I can tell you, as a journalist, it has made my work life run much more smoothly. Believe me, I know. I'm Jessica Michaud.